What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Giants Nation podcast. I'm your host, Justin Roman. And first of all, I hope I hope everyone had a uh, wonderful weekend. Um, and I also hope you all are having a wonderful Monday morning. Guys, we are officially four days away from the start of preseason week number two. I can't wait. Uh, it's going to be very exciting to see a lot of talent uh, being displayed on the field from this year's draft. You know, and it just feels so good to have football back. Um, and yeah, um, but guys, uh, I decided to come on here today because I have another list that I want to share with you guys. Um, so my list for today, I'm going, I'm going to be including my five surprises from the first two weeks of training camp for the New York Giants. So without further ado, let's get right into it. So look, on, on Saturday night, the Giants wrapped up open practices at training camp and fans have loved what they've seen of the squad. You know, um, now obviously it's time to pack their bags soon and head for Detroit for the preseason opener next fr- uh, this Friday night. Um, when looking back at how things have gone over the past two weeks, it's you know, I think it's very easy to get excited. However, there are also several things for the Giants to work on before week one of the regular season gets here. So that being said, let's get right into it. Uh, number one, I can't believe I'm saying it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say anyways. This kid, Trey Hawkins, my God. This kid, Trey Hawkins, is playing out of his mind, and I'm loving it. You know, I got this guy on number. I got this guy at number one. You know, because I've I, I just I just seen a lot of I just seen a lot. I've seen a lot of great surprising defensive play from this kid. You know, he is stepping up for this Giants defense, you know, and he could be a starter, you know. I mean, I mean, going back to the draft, you know, um, a lot. I didn't believe it. You know, a lot of you guys kept on telling me, Justin, this kid, Trey Hawk, when we drafted this guy, a lot of you guys uh, kept on telling me, Justin, why don't you believe in Trey Hawkins, the third? We might have gotten a steal in uh, the sixth round. I didn't believe it, you know. Because <sighs> usually, we all know, usually players that get drafted in the sixth round, they don't get a lot of attention. But that, that's what training camp is for. To, let play, to give players opportunities to show what they can do, you know. Um, and this kid is definitely showing that. You know, um... Now, again, we might have been concerned a few weeks back, you know, when this kid was drafted. Instead, countless people are feeling great about this kid's potential. Yes, he may have been a six-rounder. But this guy, you know, this guy, he was fantastic from the start to finish during uh, during training camp. Now, it's time to see what 
Uh, now it's time to see what the Old Dominion standout will be able to get done in the preseason. It's one thing to make plays in East Rutherford, but it's going to be a completely different challenge for this kid and the rest of this defense once they go up against opposing offenses. However, there's plenty of belief in uh, the first-year defensive back. You know, Wink Marindo made it clear this week that he's a big fan of Trey Hawkins' game, but that he also still, you know, this kid still has a lot of work uh, to do before week one, you know, before week one gets here. But I think it's very, look, I understand it's, I understand it's way too early um, uh, to say that, I, I look, I understand it's way too early to say that this kid went, went from being a six-round pick to uh, to, a pro- to prove to be some kind of gem of the draft, you know, but <sighs> this kid from, so far what I'm seeing, this guy, he's looking like, he's looking like some late round pick to a guy who could see significant action early on this campaign. This could be, um, this could be, Proved to be a gem of a draft pick for Joe Shane. You know, I'm loving what I'm seeing from Trey Hawkins. And if he steps up against opposing offenses in preseason, if he plays the same, if he plays the same exact way, I think he's going, I think he's going to make it to the main roster. So I got, I got that. And I, that's my, that's, that's my number one big surprise. My number two big surprise, my second big surprise, is that the Giants offensive line still has some moving parts. And what I mean by that is this. This is bit this is this is kind of a this is kind of a negative take. There are still some moving pieces for this offensive line, and some battles aren't fully won yet. For the majority of camp, um, it felt like the starting offensive line from left to right would be Andrew Thomas, Ben Bridgeson, John Michael Schmitz, Mark Glowinski, and Evan Neal for 2023. Outside of left tackle, if it really feels like things could still be changed for week one. At left guard, Ben Bridgeson is the favorite, but backup is Joshua Zudu. Saw plenty of action. Saw... saw Plenty uh, saw plenty of action running with the ones at center. Ben Bridgeson also got in work there, but J, uh, John Michael Schmitz appears to be the go-to guy, which shouldn't be a surprise, you know, despite being a rookie uh, second-round pick. At right guard, Mark Lewinsky is a uh, favor to win that job, but Brett, but Ben Bridges, but Ben Bridgeson also gets he also got some action there as well at right tackle. Evan Neal, former seventh round, seven overall pick, he figures to be the starter for sure, but he's dealing with a concussion that he suffered at practice earlier this week. Uh, this week, in a perfect world, Evan Neal will be healthy for the season opener, but this will be something to monitor over the next few weeks. So that's my uh, that's my that's the second biggest surprise I've noticed in training camp. My third biggest surprise is this. Um, this is another guy I've talked about before. 
and I think he's going to start beside Xavier McKinney. Jason Pinnock is emerging to me. He had like he's emerged. Watching him play, it looks like Jason Pinnock could be the favorite to start alongside alongside with um, Xavier McKinney. Look at another news for this secondary. You you had to figure that either veteran Bobby McCain or rising safety Dane Belton would win this job next to Xavier McKinney. However, it's been a different youngster who has stood out above the rest. Jason Pinnock. This guy is no stranger to seeing plenty of run with the, uh, the Giants as he appeared in 14 games last year. This guy also made five starts. He has made the most of his time running with the starters at training camp. Highlighted by one of the best interceptions you'll ever see, which was the one-handed interception, you know, you know, which was the biggest, biggest defensive play we uh, I've seen so far in Giants training camp. You know, this is easily the best play from camp. You know. What you know, like what made this like, and what made this play even better was the fact that Jason Pinnock's dad texted him right after the interception and told him to make sure to focus on the next practice. That's wholesome advice, and Jason Pinnock took it to heart. This guy knows there's still a lot of work to be done, obviously, to earn a starting role, but he he's most certainly on the right track. So that's my third biggest surprise. My fourth biggest surprise is this. The Giants are yet to add pass rush help. And, here, and here's why. And I understand, there's a, I understand there's a lot of excitement with this Giants defense. Kayvon Thibodeau, Aziz Ojolari. This defensive line is going to be very fun to watch. You know, and not only that, but, you know, look, I, there's a lot of talent on this defensive line. I get that, but look at from a depth from a depth standpoint, there is some serious need for outside linebacker help. You know, moving forward, there was hope that Joe Shane would add a veteran to help out Kayvon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojolari, but that's yet to happen. You know, Jihad Ward is back on a one-year contract, but is that enough? I don't think so. You know, in addition to help for the pass rush. People, you know, were hoping that another inside linebacker would be brought in after Gerard Davis went down with a with his uh, season-ending knee injury. A pl- I mean, a player like Miles Jack would be a dream come true at this point in the offseason for the, for the fan base. Similar to outside linebacker. No help has arrived there, you know. Obviously, the Giants are looking to trim their roster to 53 in the coming weeks. Some experience outside and inside linebackers should become available to my uh, estimation <clears throat> to my estimation for the Giants and Joe Shane to take a look at. You know, there may be a surprise or two from Joe Shane on the way before the Cowboys make their way to town on September 10th. I I honestly feel like extra help for the defense is most definitely needed. And here's why. Because of the injury bug. Now, look, I understand the Giants changed their field. And a lot of Giants fans, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure 
you're happy about that, you know, because there's been a lot of there's been a lot of talk that maybe the field was the reason why players kept on getting hurt, you know. But injuries happen naturally. It's you know, it's 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 how the body works. Injuries are gonna happen because that's how you know injuries happen because that's how the that's how that's just how the body works you know you you work too hard you could pull a muscle you know like it can happen that and that's why i always say injury injuries is like magic like you never know what's gonna happen you never know when it's gonna happen you know, you know like you never know when the magician is gonna uh make the bunny rabbit disappear into the uh into the long black hat you know like you never know you never know if the if that bunny's gonna return or not. You know that's the same thing with injuries, and I hate it. You know, obviously I don't want any of I don't want any I don't wish injury on anyone. But that is the that's the that's the main thing with that's the main thing in the NFL. You know, injuries will happen. You know, even if you like, even if you run for a mile, you can hell you can uh. You, you know something you can you know you can sprain your ankle you know like injuries happen so that's why i say add more depth to the defense you know just do it and i think joe shane will you know so that's my fourth biggest surprise my last biggest surprise is this you know my last biggest surprise is seeing Saquon Barkley and the Giants being able to save their relationship. You know, obviously this was one of this was one of the biggest stories of all probably even though a lot of people wouldn't care about it of all like this is just my my own opinion. This is probably one of the biggest stories of all time. You know, like whenever when this started, the media were on the Giants and Saquon Barkley, or are they going to get a deal done? When are they? When are they going to get get a deal done? How much are the Giants? How much does Saquon want? How much? Are, how much are the Giants going to get Saquon? The media were on the Giants for the past ever since the NFL, ever, ever since they got eliminated from the playoffs. Everyone was on the Giants. Giants. Giants fans, you like, you go on YouTube, you go on the media, everyone was on the Giants, and obviously a lot of a lot of Giants fans, we had a big fear that Saquon wasn't going to come back because all of this stuff that we were hearing, all, all the stuff that we were hearing from the media, how Saquon said f the Giants and saying how he could, he, you know, like. We didn't know where this whole thing was going to head. We, we didn't know if Saquon's going to sit out. You know, we didn't know if the Giants were going to move on. You know, we just didn't know. You know, but Saquon is back. And obviously, you know, obviously he didn't get what he, he didn't get what he was looking for. He didn't get what he wanted, but he's playing for a position that I talked about for countless of times. This is a position that's being devalued, and it's not because of it's not because 
of it's you know it's not because of the position, you know, it's because of the player. Running backs can't stay healthy. They don't take they don't take full accountability for this position. That's one reason. And number two, run the running back the running back position. That's the one position that get that gets hit a lot. One hit could damage. One big hit could damage a running back. You know, it could happen. And Saquon Barkley acts for. It's very obvious that Saquon wanted less. You know, like we didn't know what he wanted. You know, because we didn't know what to believe. We didn't know if if these reports were true. Because you can't, you can't really, you really can't take, you really can't take the internet serious nowadays. Because there's so much more power now, you know, in the U.S. than it was back then. You know, so, you know, people, people can make up things. They can, they can make up hoax. They can do all, all this type of crap, but, but, you know, like we didn't, we didn't know, we didn't know what to believe, you know, then we got reports that Saquon, he wanted $16 million that, you know, the Giants, then we got reports the Giants gave Saquon 19 million. Then they gave him 22 million. And say then we got then we got a report that Saquon declined it, and now Saquon he accepts a deal worth eleven million dollars. It's crazy, you know. So I'm just happy Saquon's back, you know. I you know Saquon. I think I think the way the way that this whole situation is heading. It's very similar to Daniel Jones' situation from last year, you know, because we all, I mean, go back to last season when Daniel Jones, when Joe Shane and the Giants didn't accept Saquon's fifth-year option because they they didn't think he was their guy. Joe Shane didn't draft Daniel Jones, and Daniel Jones had to prove a point, and Daniel Jones, look what he did. With bad receipt, with no, with no talent outside of the running back spot, Daniel Jones was throwing to practice squad players. The only player Daniel Jones, the only good receivers Daniel Jones had was Darius Slayton and Isaiah Hodgins. That was it, you know, and a little bit of Daniel Bellinger, you know. But Saquon Barkley was the only, he was Saquon Barkley was the most talented player. That's why everyone talks about... That's why everyone gets on Saquon. Because he was the most talented player out um, on that entire Giants offense last season. You know, Daniel Jones had no one to throw to. He was playing with practice squad players and rookies. You know, so you can't... You can't say Daniel Jones didn't have, you can't say that he had a bad, you can't say that he's horrible when he literally has nothing around him. (sighs) But, um, I'm just happy that the Giants got Saquon back, you know, because, you know, he is the face of this franchise. Because a lot of Giants fans love him, you know, including myself. I'm even though he didn't play for my Buckeyes, I was a big fan of. I was, 
I was I was I was a fan of his skill set. You know, I was a fan of his hard work. You know, um, and one the one word when you, the one word you can describe Saquon Barkley is talent. That's what he is. Everything he, the way he plays the game, he. I don't. Besides from besides from Christian McCaffrey, I don't think there's any other running back that's that is as talented as Saquon Barkley. I don't think I don't see I don't think there's any other running back that runs the same routes as him. I mean, you can use Saquon in any any which way possible. You know, you can use him as a wide receiver. You can, you can use him as a tight end. You can use him as a blocker. You. <sighs> I just, he's just talented, you know, so I'm just happy that the Giants, I was just happy that they got Saquon back, but my big concern was how, how is Saquon and the Giants organization, how were they going to, how are they going to work together, and it looks like everything, you know, and I got my answer, everything looks fine, you know, Saquon, he's smiling, he's having a good time, he's making big plays. Now it's going to be interesting to see how he. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he um, uh, gets. Uh, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how he meshes well with his offense because the Giants have more talent. They did bring in Darren Waller. They did bring in Paris Campbell. They did draft Jalen Hyatt. You know, um, Daniel Bellinger. I'm expecting to. I'm expecting him to have a big year. Um, go, <clears throat> I expect him to have a big uh, second year. So it's going to be interesting, you know. Darius Lane's coming back, Stone Shepard, Wando Robinson. There's a lot of talent on his offense, you know. But Saquon Barkley, he was the cream of the crop. He was, he was the cherry that was missing on top of the cake. And they found, and look at, they found that cherry. They cleaned it up, you know. And that cherry's brand new, and he's back with the cake, you know. So I'm happy. Um, you know, like this, like when I heard that, I like it was announced. It like this report was announced when it was announced that Saquon joined the Giants the day before, one day before uh, the first day of training camp. You know, and it was a total stunt. You know, the expectation was that Saquon would not only be a camp holdout, but he would also potentially set out. The, rest, uh, the first game of the season in order to send a massive message to Joe Shane and the rest of the front office. However, Saquon agreed to an adjusted franchise tag with the Giants worth up to $11 million. Saquon will get the $10.1 million guaranteed from the tag, but was a little more than $900,000 available to him via incentives. Despite all of the drama throughout the offseason, Saquon is back in town. And he has a career best year. He Saquon has a career best year on his mind. You know. You know, I you know, look at that was easily the best and biggest surprise of the summer. Like I when I woke I was still sleeping and this uh this report happened. I jumped out of my bed and I was I was just in joy. You know, um Plain and simple, you know, there would have been no way the Giants would have, like, there have been, and look at it, I mean, it would be interesting with, it would be interesting to see how the Giants would look without Saquon, 
because Saquon, like I said, last season he was outside of Darius Lane and Isaiah Hodgins. Saquon was the focal point of that offense. But seeing now that you got Darren Waller, that you got Daniel Bellinger, and the Giants did draft a running back, you know, it would it would be I wouldn't say the I wouldn't say the Giants wouldn't have made the postseason. You know, I would say it would be very interesting to see how things would have played out. You know, because the Giants do have more talent. You know, and Mike Kafka is the offensive coordinator. You know, and I, I thought Mike Kafka did a great job last season. You know, oh, you know, but looking ahead to this season, obviously there's gonna be plenty of eyes. Uh, there's uh, plenty of eyes will be on Saquon to see if he can continue to be one of the best running backs in the league. Him being motivated to silence his haters, you know, is only good news for Joe Shane, Brian Dayball, and the man that got paid, Danny Dimes. So I'm excited. You know, I'm very excited. You know, and the one thing that really got a lot of us giant, and the one thing that really didn't get me, um, so overwhelmed about this whole situation is that Saquon, he had to play. There was no other way because if Saquon would have sat out, he would, he would be losing a lot of money for every game he would be miss, uh, missing. So I don't think Saquon, I don't, I don't think Saquon's doing this because he wanted to. I think he's doing this because for one, he's playing like he said, he's playing a game that he's loved ever since he was a kid, and he wants to support his family, and he wants to uh, help his guys out, you know, so I'm happy that he made the right, right decision, you know, so yeah, guys, that's, that's all I got to say about that, and that's all I got, uh, yeah, um, those are my thoughts, so yeah, um, those are guys, those are my, uh, Top five surprises from the first two weeks of the New York Giants training of training camp for the New York Giants. Let me know how you guys feel about my list, and I'll get right back at you guys. Um, I will keep you guys updated for more news about the New York Giants. Oh yeah, that's a, so far. So far, that's all I have for you guys. Uh, for all of you, for all of you guys, I will keep you guys updated for more news about the New York Giants. And more lists if I have any, or just if there's any questions you guys have for me, you guys already know what to do. Go down in the Q&A section and put all your questions right there, and I'll receive them in no time. And I have no problem answering them. But until then, guys, I'm out. Peace.